sport and the connection to the land. On Izzy and Kempe for breakfast. Collier's Rural and Agribusiness. Licence REAA 2008. Yes, the relationship between sports in New Zealand and the land we live on runs as deep as anything. It's impossible to ignore that our beautiful and unique surroundings of vast and rural communities have helped shape and mould the Kiwi identity many of most successful athletes have used to reach the top of their craft. Driving hours to training, using work on the farm, as time in the gym and developing resilience and mental fortitude whilst working, the land is all part of growing up in rural New Zealand. For Matthew Grayling, chasing the sporting dreams has always been a balance between the arduous and never-ending commitment of being a dairy farmer. Matthew, he competed in the 2004 Athens Olympics and has been one of New Zealand's top equestrian talents for decades, but he's also not Mr. Carving in decades. How good. <laughs> I've been on plenty of dairy farms down in Taranaki, and that's where Matthew is at the moment in the milking sheds. Morena, mate. How are you going? Good morning, guys. I'm very good. Lovely morning it is up here. Mate, how big is your farm yeah. and whereabouts are you down there in Taranaki, Matthew? Uh, we're in Okato, so we've got um, 240 hectares, roughly 600 cows, and um, so that keeps us out of, out of trouble most days. And, um, Talk to me. Yeah, so it's Talk a to us. Lo- lovely spot. Lo- Sorry lovely about that. spot. Ma- uh, Sorry, Matthew. Oh, I was going to jump in. Sorry, Matthew. I, I went a bit early, oh, as we do, because it's nice and early. But you'll be used <laughs> to early mornings, mate. So there you go. Talk. To, what do you like? What goes on on this dairy farm for us novices that uh, have absolutely no idea? Can you talk us through a day milking the cows? What goes on? Oh well, standard day for us is probably up at around the four thirty at the moment. Cups on at five, and. Um, Oh, this time of the year we've got a few other jobs to do with uh, cropping and regrassing after milking in the morning and then we get back into it in the afternoon. But I, I have to fit a, a few hours in between the milkings to be able to go and ride some horses. It's, so that's exactly uh, right. And be- a little bit harder. <laughs> in between fencing as well, Matthew, isn't it? In between fixing up the fences, doing a bit of grubbing, you know, um, oh, and putting a little bit of time in with your family. Yes. It's a beautiful spot you are down there, or cut on from Waitara, so I know. Well, um, yes. probably go past yes. your farm when I'm heading down there for a surf at Punio Road. Just take us a little bit, you know, yep. what, when we you at your peak of your sporting career, how did you find the balance of being able to sort of be committed to both, um, you know, that part of your world, which is farming and, of course, equestrian? Well, I think I suppose at the Athens Olympics we were uh, going not too bad to get there. And um, we've got to say that farming gives you the mental aptitude, I reckon, to uh, handle top-level sport. Because, you know, people know in farming there's so many variables and things go wrong quite regularly. And uh, to learn to adapt and get on with it uh, and not dwell on things and just move on, I think it's helped... uh, at the top end for my sport anyway, um, a lot. So, uh, yeah, I, I've been reasonably, uh, I suppose, blessed that I've had a, a good life being able to do a bit of both. And, um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I think it's uh, a good balance and I, I'm still a, a great fan of perhaps having a balance away from the top end of sport as well, if you can do that and have something else which um, takes your mind off it. Gives you another interest and fresh keeps you fresh, I reckon. <laughs> you need those other interests, mate. They call me hobbies, Dag, for a reason. I love me hobbies, and obviously, <laughs> equestrian is your one of your special hobbies. Like, how special was it going to the Olympics and becoming a part of New Zealand team, and especially in a sport we have such rich history in? Oh, 
Oh, well, there's a bit of a privilege, I suppose, to turn up at Athens from, you know, I think I was 40 at that stage, one of the older Olympians, and, um, you know, to come from a background of just, uh, like I say, being on the land, being a dairy farmer and still being able to compete at that top end, uh, it's, uh, yeah, quite satisfying, actually, to be able to front up against all those ones on the other side of the world. Mate, this, it's quite a big, um, like it's a, obviously a big horsing community, you know, we've got the, the racetrack up there at Pukekota Park and, you know, the big farming yep. area and lots of equestrians. Do you get to, like we've had some really good uh, equestrians from Taranaki, haven't we? Do you get to, to, to work with them most of the time when you do have your spare time um, down there off the farm? Oh, well, we try and, uh, yeah, help along with a lot of the people. I mean, when I was over at Athens, we had Helene Tompkins, from Aukra there to uh, give us a hand as well. So she's another good top uh, Taranaki girl, and um, she's she's on the land at Rotorua these days. So, um, but there's lots of talent coming through, and it's just nice to see it there and to be able to work with them. And um, the, the probably for eventing, the numbers are just dropping off just a little bit more these days. Mm. But um, people aren't into quite the high risk, <laughs> perhaps. But uh, there are still a, a great number of young ones coming through, especially around the country. What, why so, is that? Yeah. What, why, is it, why are the numbers um, wavering, mate? Like, why are they dwindling down to, to what they are t- today? Like, we've always had uh, rich history in the, in the great sport of equestrian, show jumping, you know, horse racing, everything that is part of the equine yep. industry. have always been very successful, but you, you're just saying that it is dropping off. Why is that? Well, I, I think there's a lot of other things that people are doing and they do like their free time a bit more and the costs are certainly getting up, you know, for the average family um, to run a horse and a business or the trucks and getting to events, it's, you know, the cost of living, it's, it's uh, quite a huge um, commitment and you have to put a lot on the line, like any sport. <clears throat> Mate, how, how, do you, how does your understanding of stock through the farming background help you with the way that you sort of can um, get those horses to, to do what you, what you want them to do when you need it? Well, I suppose I, well, it's amazing. The horse industry and the horse business which we're in, uh, you get better with age, don't you? Like a lot of things. And uh, your, your temperament probably gets better and uh, you can handle the situations and the, the animals. I'm certainly a lot better than I was when I was 21, and uh, I can um, handle the animals better, I can read them better, uh, you understand them better, and, you know, dealing with cows, which are a bit unpredictable as well, you learn learn when to push and when not to push, and it's the same with the horse, you have to learn some days you just don't push, and uh, take, a, take a deep breath and um, move on to something else, because they are, uh, as I say, not quite like a bike or a, uh, a tennis racket or anything, and um, they have their own minds at times, so you have to learn to work around that and perhaps adapt daily some days and, um, and knowing every day is not going to be a good day. Well, are you still, are you still competing? Are you still involved in, in the sport in some sort of way? I am, I am. I've... Uh, I went to Australia with one horse back in June for um, a trans-Tasman competition, nice. and um, 
So we'll be aiming for the national three day this year, which is at Taupo for the national championships. So we're still uh, still trying to hang in there to keep the young ones honest. Uh, so yeah, we, while I can with uh, the horse I've got, it's going um, not too bad, and the body's holding up. I had a hip replacement back in November, and it's come through pretty well. So we're back on board. Well done, well done, Matthew. Hey, Matthew, just uh, just off the subject, tech, tech left here. Do uh, do you miss the old Orcato yep. uh, Tavern being closed down? Well, down the down the local pub. Oh, yes, it used to uh, be a good watering hole and a good game of pool and. Um, stuff like that on the way through and uh <laughs> so yeah think, think, things do change uh over the time don't they or um and it's uh, well, i suppose for the far communities um central points are quite good sometimes they go on about mental well-being and all this but sometimes having places to stop and meet is uh good good for the district and um as long as it's taken uh done correctly <laughs> Been been a few long nights down there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome, awesome! I just had my daughter coming in, and she's she's crying, Matthew, and she loves horses, mate. So, any bit of advice oh. for a for a dad out there that is potentially going to go down that track, or any advice for a young, you know, question eventer jumping, whatever that is, that is uh, looking forward to to getting into the industry. Oh, well, it's certainly a big time commitment and um, I think it mm. certainly teaches the young ones a, uh, to look after something and it's a commitment to go out and look after it, feed it, ride it and if they want to compete, that's fine and then you have to get a little bit more serious and then it's uh, mum and dad uh, have to um, step up a little bit more to have some early mornings <laughs> and a bit more travel. Just be honest, how less, much does it cost, less, mate? Less what, which for? <laughs> you need a dairy farm bagger. You need a dairy farm, mate. <laughs> I know. Let, let's you know. say if, if you're play, play, paying your golf sub, that probably looks quite nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I love my golf, so maybe I'll just try and steady in a different direction. You could direction. make more money playing golf, too. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um, hey, Matthew. But, yeah, hey, a, thank you. so long, hard. Hey, thank you so much, mate. I know that you've got plenty to do on the farm and some horses to go and ride, yep. so we won't uh, we'll keep do. any more of your time. Thank you so much for, for coming on our show on SENZ, Matthew Grayling. Uh, well done for your career, and your career continues, and, and keep up the great work on the farm. Um, just just try and do your best to drop those milk prices, mate. It's getting pretty ridiculous, eh? So thank you so much. Oh, no, no. We're looking the other <laughs> way. <laughs> uh, thanks. thanks, guys. Radio. Sport and the connection to the land on Izzy and Kempe for breakfast. Collier's Rural and Agribusiness. Licence REAA 2008.